What's up, everyone? I am Paula Sanders. And I am Monica Lorenzo. And you are listening to World Your Oyster. This is our very first episode. Monica, aside from Dancy, how are you feeling today? I am feeling so excited. Paula, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. It good. has been such a crazy week with the podcast. I feel like <laughs> I've just been holding on for dear life. But to be honest with you, I've never felt more alive. And I am super grateful to be here doing this with you. So thank you for dealing with me because I know I can be a lot. And thank you for answering the 10,000 text messages that I send you at 6 a.m. for the, you know, the last few weeks. It's the best thing to wake up to. And thanks for dealing with me who moves at just a smidge of a slower pace than you. The best part of waking up is Paula in your car. <laughs> anyway, so on World Your Oyster, we are going to be elevating the voices of extraordinary humans one week at a time. We're going to lift you up and fill your cup so that you can live your life knowing that the world really is your oyster. But before we get started telling other people's stories, we thought that it would be good for you to know ours. So Monica, please tell the people, who are you? Well, I am a New York girl who grew up in Queens, and I was on trajectory to become a Broadway star. I even attended a performing arts high school to support this dance dream of mine. However, during my junior and senior year of high school, this subconscious voice became louder and louder and louder. The life of a struggling artist started to become real. And the thought of a career-ending injury really freaked me out. I had never seen the, the comeback of a dancer from an injury. And I started to ask these questions to myself, like, how am I going to feed myself? And how will I shop at Barney's? I know. So I leaned into this fear, and I began researching other career options that interested me. And I was led to physical therapy. So while interning at a physical therapy clinic, I met the assistant athletic trainer to the Radio City Rockettes. Mind you, I had no idea what an athletic trainer was. And luckily, she and the team there took me under their wing, and I immediately knew that athletic training for the artistic athlete was my calling. I fell in love with this path. I hung up my dancing shoes, and I received my bachelor's degree in athletic training and my master's degree in rehabilitative science. And after I graduated college, I was forging forward as I worked on the sports medicine team with the Radio City Rockettes for the Christmas Spectacular. I worked for Cirque du Soleil. And my success that I'm the most proud of is starting the first athletic training program of its kind in the NBA to care for the entertainers with the New York Knicks. And over the years, my company has grown and we now provide care for the Brooklyn Nets and Golden State Warriors entertainment teams. I'm really proud of what I've built and the team that I've built it with. And I'm excited every day to provide more care to athletes who wouldn't normally receive the quality care that we give them. I consider myself blessed and truly love what I do for a living. And that is my joy. My girl, please introduce yourself to this world. Well, I too grew up dancing, fully immersed in the competition circuit. But my parents owned the dance school that I spent 25 to 30 hours a weekend, which was a lot. And it's something that I didn't necessarily like as a teenager, but it's a part of my life that I know has formed some of the best traits that I developed as an adult. I moved to the city when I was 20 to attend college at the Fashion Institute of Technology. And this is where I actually fell in love with dance again, through their recreational dance team. It was the first time that I moved my body for myself, and it felt really good. The girls on the team actually persuaded me to join them to audition for the Nick City Dancers. And I ended up booking that job, and I spent two years dancing at Madison Square Garden for the New York Knicks. This is also where I met my sidekick, Mo, over here. 
After my time with the Knicks, I bumped around New York City for two years trying to make a dance career work, but I was creeping up on 25 and I needed health insurance. But more importantly, I felt really empty. I knew it was time to hang up the dancing shoes, so I strutted into an Equinox and persuaded them to give me a job as a membership manager. And I've been working in the membership space ever since. I have no idea what motivated me to walk in there that day, but it's crazy to think how one decision can shape the next 10 years of your life. I spent two great years with Equinox and then moved on to a luxury lifestyle management firm and travel agency where I looked after some very fancy people. I started out on the service side, but ultimately went on to head up their membership efforts, which led me to where I am today and have been for the last three and a half years. I am currently the global head of membership for a private members club. I love what I do and I feel that I've finally found my place in the professional world. And I look forward to continuing down this journey and seeing where it all takes me. Not too shabby for a girl from Long Island that had a C-plus average in high school. Not too shabby. So, it seems like we have our lives together. (laughs) But don't let us fool you. We worked hard, studied hard, and stripped away all the mess, including our New York accents. On World's Year Oyster, you will be hearing some incredible stories from our guests, but you will also be hearing from us because we're important too. That we are, honey. And it won't be all glitz and glamour because life is messy and nobody knows that more than us. We've chosen to speak with people that have interesting come up stories and didn't necessarily take the express elevator to success. We are asking the difficult questions so that we can have some thought provoking conversation and that you can leave every episode knowing that the world really is your oyster. So... Before we get to our first guest, which we are so excited about, Monica, can you please tell me what the pearl in your oyster was this week? And let me just explain first what the pearl in your oyster is, just so you know. The pearl in your oyster is the good week, the good part of your week. Yeah. So please tell me. My pearl is starting this damn thing because it has been a journey. Paula, what was the pearl in your oyster? Piggybacking off of you, I mean, it has been incredible to see our community really rally for us. Um, You know, we've really put ourselves out there asking our friends and some people in our network to come on our podcast and share their story, um, you know, before we even have a single follower on Instagram. So, um, you know, and these people are way cooler than we are. It's just been so incredible to, to know that we have these people that really care about us and want to see us succeed. Stay tuned for our very first guest. You don't want to miss this. Thanks for listening to World's Your Oyster. If you love what you're listening to, be sure to like, rate, and review this episode wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow us on Instagram at World's Your Oyster. And share this episode with a friend. We'd really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.